Hello, everybody. Matt, you're always so musical. It bugs the shit out of me how musical you are. Because I'm doodly dooting over here. That's how we start the musicalness. Well, it's like, don't you? Do you have? By the way, it's Bernie. We're here with Matt Hollum, CEO. Everybody. Uh, I'm not. How long we know each other now? Uh, 300 years. No, I'm serious. How long is it really? It actually has been less. I'm gonna. Uh, 20. Three years? It's like going on 24? 25 years. Yeah. yeah. It's because that's, I, I think you 20, reach a certain point, we just start rounding up. Yeah. Yeah. After the after, rounding off. After 25, we're just going like to say, this, 50. we've hit the ceiling. That's impossible. We have to not know each other after this. It really doesn't seem possible. Yeah. Little known fact, I taught Matt how to edit, apparently. That's 100% true. That's crazy. That's 100% true. On a, on a, an old timey AB machine. The AB roll. It was two tape decks. This is before the controller. Anything. Yeah. There was nothing digital ever. Not even a Casio calculator didn't exist. You couldn't write boobs. And turn you know turn it upside <laughs> that's down. That's not true. That that's totally the, that, that's the main reason to have a calculator, isn't it? I wrote hello. I was a good kid. No, I, didn't write, no. I didn't go around writing boobs. No, no, but no, no to that. You're no fun. I was. Uh, <laughs> went down to the TV station. I'd worked there about a year. Yeah. And there was only, I think, like eight of us working at the TV station. The, if that. Yeah. And they weren't really working. There were more bats than people. It was at the University of Texas. Yeah. yeah I didn't realize how rabid that. bats are yeah. back then. I don't think we realized that at the time. Yeah. Like they, we'd like push were, them out with our hands, like get them out of this. And the they, they weren't like friendly, fun bats, like the kind you'd have on a logo for a sports team. They were like vicious, snarling. Blood drip. There, it was Dracula. There's no point. There was point like seven Draculas down there. At which a bat is approachable. Like when they fly, first of all, they don't look like they should be flying because they just flap like fucking crazy. They, fly, they look like they can't fly. Yeah. When they fly. They look like they're like, faking that's it. Not, that's not happening at look, all. A bird will soar. Even a bird yeah. if it's indoors. Like you see a bird in the grocery store it's, got trapped in there. Kids are always fascinated by that, by the way. <laughs> they get freaked out about a bird that gets trapped in a grocery what store. What grocery store are you going to now? You go to like uh, you you Whole go, Foods or something. And there's a there's birds flying around inside. Uh, has anyone ever seen a bird in a grocery store before? Am I the only person who's ever seen a bird? Look at that. Thumbs up from the control room. Okay. You're out of touch, Matt. Sorry. You're out of touch. I guess I don't go grocery shopping. You're out of ivory tower office. Yes, <laughs> I'm too much favor in my life. But uh, yeah, birds will soar. Bats don't soar. Like when I go see the bats at Congress, they look like they're flying. But they're there's so they're, many of them. They're falling with style. They're just flapping. They just flap, flap, flap. And then yeah. if they land, they their their hands are at like the 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 pivot of their wing, and they do this number. I like, like that. I like oh, that they have. Awful. I like that they have the hands on the wings. So because that seems like God just couldn't decide. <laughs> do you get wings or do you get hands? You know what? Give them both. Let's see what happens. And it turns out nothing good. It's like a rat that had like a little bit of extra skin here, it, and then yeah. over time it evolved. It's like the Simpsons episode where was it like the evil Bart made the the uh, pigeon pigeon rats. Do you guys remember? Somebody remembers that? Oh, I was going to just talk to Gus about this, but. Do you remember, did I ever tell you when I was a kid I used to microwave mosquitoes and release them? Oh my God! And this is my hope was that. You were you never chaperoned? Never at all. No. Your parents were just never around, dude. My kids, I I was like, I think I was a home by myself when I was like six on, and I, I, if my I would never left my kids like alone. They, they at didn't six. have the, the the internet. No. So where did you get the napalm recipe? So uh, this okay, this whole set of stories. So a buddy of mine had an Atari computer, like an Atari eight hundred. His name was Nero Patel. And That's a fake name. It, yeah, totally fake name. No, it's a real name. And his brother, older brother, who I don't remember his name, he had an Atari. So both characters from Spartacus. <laughs> we, we downloaded the anarchist. Atari! A, yes, Nero. He had like a 300 baud Ready modem. the napalm. It took us like two days to download a text file that was the anarchist cookbook. Remember that? The anarchist cookbook? Yeah. There's F two things in the F 80s. FBI remembers too. Yeah. Two things in the You're 80s. You're on a list, buddy. Growing up was like complete contraband. One was... The Anarchist Cookbook, mm -hmm. and the other was Faces of Death. The oh, video, yeah, yeah. I that, yeah. Which now that's like a subreddit, right? You know, just where you can go and watch people who get killed in accidents, yeah. and stuff like that. But you would have to go to the back of a video store. It was like an urban legend. This Faces of Death thing. I and feel it, like that's every subreddit, though. Like Hold My Beer is basically that. So oh, everybody's just dying. Just, yeah, it's just hilarious. It would be interesting to see the number of internet videos where the person at the end just dies. And you just don't know you it because they know. cut it off. You don't ever know. Like the guy slips on the ice and bangs his head, and you're like, ha, ha, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And then he died three, three weeks terrible. later. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I gotta, I gotta break okay. something down for you here. Okay. I got Ashley over here, and I have run into a bit of an issue with Ashley. What? 
Is it when you say actually, she thinks you're saying her name? No, I do call that her actually now. all the time. Yeah. Constantly. Strangers. I call, I call her actually around the house. <laughs> I, I do. I say actually when I, when I want to get her name. Um, yeah, so this eclipse is coming up. Are you guys doing anything for the eclipse? You know, I was thinking about doing something for the eclipse, and then I realized I was too lazy, and it's not going to happen. Well, you're in luck anyway, because both of our kids, they start school the day of the fucking eclipse. That's true. It's the same day. That's true. So that's got to be like a sign of the apocalypse. Well, oh, it is for a kid. Yeah, yeah. you go to school and the sun, sun goes the out. The sun goes out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're directly in the path, isn't it true that all the hotels? Am I going to preempt your your thing? No. That all the hotels in the the line of the eclipse are like rented out. You can't get a hotel. Oh, is that anywhere? true? Like, it goes from like what Washington State to South Carolina or something like that. Yeah, it goes is the goes line the other way. It goes South Carolina to Washington, but yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, you can't get a you can't get a hotel anywhere in there. Well, we have been looking at going to a number of different places. Have you? One of the places I talked about on the podcast earlier. Uh, one of the places we were considering going, that was the actual plan, was to go to Salt Lake City, right, Ashley? Oh, is that? Yeah. Is well, that the it? original plan? I think you wanted to go to Nashville. Oh, is that okay? Good. I'm glad you remember that being the original plan. But we, we pivoted. At some point, the plan was to go to Salt Pivot. Lake City. Pivot. Which I don't know if you know this or not. Ashley is from Salt Lake City. I do know that. So her family lives in that area. Yep. And then we were going to drive beautiful, from there. Beautiful, beautiful land. Mountainous. Beautiful area. Too hot. Beautiful people from the beautiful land. Too, it's really too hot. She lives in the middle of nowhere, too. She, like, like lived in this, like, little... Was it Ogden? Mud Puddle Valley. Yeah, it was It was outside of Ogden. It was, uh, like, a 30-minute drive either up a canyon or over the mountain pass. Wow. Yeah, when you're 30 minutes outside of Ogden. Yeah, they don't even name it. You're out there. You're just like, oh, go past the mountain. I actually told a really terrible story about growing up. The mountain up. people. Speaking <laughs> about being left alone, you know, it gets really cold in Utah. Yeah. And her dog froze to death. Dogs oh. multiple. D oh, really? Oh, Lord. And this she had a, to like. It's like a Game of Thrones episode. She <laughs> had to pull them out of the. What's going on? The permafrost. She had to like pull them out, like oh. rip them yeah, out. I had, the to, I had to shovel them out of the ice because their bodies melted the ice when they died. And then froze. Well, before my little brother, little sister saw it. <laughs> I, and then what'd you do with them? I don't remember. You really? You I, just, him I just remember. Them? I just remember chipping them out of the ice and being really sad about it. <laughs> that's, how old were you? Oof. I don't know, nine. <laughs> oh my god, oh. <laughs> that's terrible. Ooh. We just lost our fish. Did, did we tell you that at our house? You lost, oh, you, you had the the fish pond. Yeah, not, the, not fish like in a tank, right? No, not fish in a tank. Fish yeah. like those three fish that were in the pond. Yeah, they all died. They all died. Just so. of natural causes or some foul play involved? It's It was innocent foul play, but it was definitely the fault of a human. So I, yeah, I can tell you. I suspect the bats. <laughs> they were with their flappy wings. They came down with their wing hands. Also, why is a bat's wings, why are they so veiny? It's so gross. Oh, that's just not a good word. It's just gross, yeah. dude. It's so gross. So, not to go back too far off the topic why of would we be how Ashley topic? messed up our eclipse trip. So, eclipse. But uh, I at that TV station where the bats were, that's when I taught an editing class. And one of the people who took the editing class, I didn't remember this, but Matt Holm took it. Yeah, young, I'm young so, film so glad I made such a big impression on you right out of the gate. Listen, the teacher-student relationship is one that's imbalanced, yeah. to say the least. I wasn't a, a hot co-ed, so. <laughs> I was not on the list to be remembered. How dare you? That was sure. my sexual health peer advice. <laughs> so we were going to uh, Utah, and then I had a brilliant idea when I thought it was not the 21st of August, but I thought it was the 18th of August. I, there's so many bad websites oh my associated with this eclipse. I'm getting mad. <laughs> but there are. They're just like, they don't even tell you the dates. They don't tell you where anything is. Well, that's true. It, even the NASA one's kind of garbagey, which I get because NASA's get got no money. Get your shit together, NASA. There you go, brothers. Come on. What's that? What are you doing? That won't, oh, okay, that won't inspire hate tweets. Brandon's making, <laughs> Brandon was making the international sign for match, which will come up here in a second. Here, you can give it to me, Brandon. No one's going to, everyone wants to see you and say hello. Thank you, buddy. Where'd you get these? Uh, Cameron. All right. Did you say know. camping? Cameron. Oh. That makes so, more sense than camping. We were going to go to Salt Lake City. Yes. I had the brilliant idea. Let's call your dad and make it like a family thing. And oh, let's go. boy. He got right. super excited about it. So let's take the boys. They've uh, My dad hasn't met the boys yet. None of yep. my family has. He's really looking forward to it. I've been meaning to for years now. And so Bernie contacted my dad, which is a very sweet move. With the wrong date. So then I found out. Well, you didn't know the date of the the, the eclipse. No, because these shitty websites I went to. Something told me it was on the 18th of August. <sighs> and so then we found out the kids couldn't go because they had to be the first day of school. They yep. can't miss the first day of school. Well, I wonder if the kids will even get let out of school to look at the damn thing. 
Well, I, I remember what, being in school as a kid and there was an eclipse. And they were like, run outside and go stare at the sun. Right? I got goggles. did that happen? Did yeah. you have goggles? They do the paper plate. They the paper plate. They poke the hole in the paper plate. Paper plate or the thing that you look down. So there's like a, basically the shadow of it. Yeah, I think that's paper Which plate. Which is kind of stupid. It's like, that like, is shadow. Yeah. You know? It is weird to get hyped about something you can't look at. You can't look at. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But I got, I went online and got, a, I got tons of these like special goggles. I, for some reason I thought somewhere in this story it was going to be revealed that somebody was a flat earther. She made that comment the other day that she, she said, it's amazing how flat the world is. And I was like, well, don't say that. Oh, come on. You're taking that out of context. We were looking like out at the ocean and it's just like a flat line all the way across. And I was thinking about the uh, statistic that in like if you were to scale the earth down to like, like a cue ball size, yep. it would be smoother than a cue ball. <laughs> it is. That's true. The standard deviation from it's a nice the flat surface. Just because it's round doesn't it's mean it's flat, not though. flat. You say flat. Yeah. You have two young, impressionable minds around you all the time. You can't go around talking yeah. about the earth being Matt flat. Matt and Bernie, two young, impressionable right minds. They're yeah. not listening to me. They're playing PUBG with you. <laughs> they're, 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 like, they're saving you constantly. You're sending them into the line of fire. So here's the problem where I've got now, okay. Matt. I want to hear this. So it's it's looking. This eclipse is literally like next weekend. Okay? we got to make the travel plans to go do this. It's looking it's like we're not. literally next weekend. Well, it's. It's on the 18th. Well, no, it's have got to travel the weekend of. <laughs> travel day is the 18th. And uh, now it looks like we can't go to Salt Lake City. I mean, we could slum it here in Austin and get that 70% eclipse, but who wants that? Disgusting. So we got to go. Disgusting 70%. Somewhere to see Ooh. 100% eclipse. Of course you do. Yeah. Now it looks like we can't go. So now whose responsibility do you think it is to talk to Ashley's dad and say, hey, we have to change our plans or we're not going to be able to come? Uh, to this trip that you're super excited about. Should it be the daughter that he mm. raised for 18 years? Or mm. should it be some guy that she knows? Some random, random, could, could be any random guy. Yeah, some dude with point, a hat. Just like, I'm just, that's what I am. Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody will send him a link to this podcast. Maybe <laughs> Problem so. solved. We got to tell him before this goes on YouTube, I think. You should tell him before it goes on YouTube. You, you're the one who contacted my dad and got him all excited to go on a road trip and get like get his trailer out of storage. Oh, and did he get his trailer camping. out of storage? Did he? Probably. Oh shit! It's oh, probably no. airing out right now. Uh, you know how excited he gets about these things. So, and I want to be clear: I have not been in contact with him at all. My dad texts him more than I do. I'm a terrible daughter. Hmm. But you contacted him. You got his hopes up. You let them down again. Boy. Also, by the way, I got a text from my sister. Because he's talking to all my family about the fact that we're coming now. Oh, no. Damn. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. All this is, is is a setup for you having to do an even bigger trip. Somebody just with, followed me with that Ashley's from your family. family. That's not a joke. Who? Are you serious? I think, like, one of your cousins just followed me. <laughs> what? Just notified me. Is that actually true? I think that might actually be true. Well, my dad's actually, just... Actually, actually. My dad's just figured out Twitter. Yeah, I, it's could, good. Could be him. Do you talk to? How uh -oh. often are you like in contact with Anna's parents? Your lovely never, wife, Anna. Never met them before. You know. <laughs> no, I, really? I've seen you pictures. avoided the whole thing. I, yeah, I've seen pictures. I hear they're nice. You know what? I was thinking about the other day. There, is it fair to say there was been pressure on you over the years when you moved to Austin for school? Yeah. Originally being from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Lovely city. Lovely city. It is. Moved to Austin for school. Yes. Anna went to school in Tennessee? Somewhere in America. Ish? Memphis, Tennessee. Was it Memphis? Yes. area? That area. And uh, she, her plan initially was to always move back to Atlanta. Atlanta. Then you were in Austin, but then you even went even further away. You went all the way to LA. That's right. And then made your way back to Austin. That's right. I thought I might just move out to like a houseboat in the middle of the Pacific. Just keep going. See how far I could go. Go to the antipode of Atlanta. I'm not going to go as far as Guam because that won't exist soon. But, you know, just see what happens. Are you worried about that? <laughs> maybe I don't have to talk to Ashley's dad. Well, oh, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe just Trump and Korea will get mad at each other. Yeah, maybe we'll so. We'll be done. Yeah. Are you, are you, genuinely, are you worried about it? Because I think for a lot of young people, this is the first time in their well, life that I was people to, have said the words nuclear war. Right. And I was trying to think about it in the context of when we grew up. Which was during the Cold War. Oh, we talked about it like every other day. Yeah. And I remember thinking, when I was a kid, we thought, I mean, I feel like we thought like every week there could be a nuclear war. And there, yep. was, and there was always stuff 
in popular culture. TV shows. Media, lots of TV shows. Let's, I remember like movies that were like uh, The Day After or... The Day After was horrifying. Right, or all those kinds of movies that were like, it's like, it, it's going to happen, just when, right? Yeah. And we haven't been in that headspace just, you know, uh, in the public mindset in a long time. And so it's it's weird just to have people talking about it. Like, to, to, before you can even think about it, like, is it real? Is it something to be concerned about? It's just like, it's weird. Like, we're in the future, right? I feel like we're in the future. Like, you know, we're at the point where we have autonomous cars. Uh, there's, I started an article today about uh, uh, the airlines are ready to just turn over planes to to autonomous flying. Yeah. You know, because... And like, but will people fly in them? But it's will like people most, fly in them? Most planes are autonomous for like 95% right. of the trip. Autopilot's the word that everyone uses for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and but, I, you know, you always think like, okay, well, what do we get out of the future? You, you know, we get flying cars and we get robots and we get all this stuff. Um, and it seems like, oh, all of our problems are solved. But no, our problems aren't solved because they're still like crazy people. What are See, your thoughts? To me, the big shift that took place in the 80s, and it might have been a little bit before that, um, was if you look at movies, there was, I think, a turning point mm -hmm. in which when people talked about the future, it was all about how we were going to build big, incredible things. Right. And then it shifted to, in the future, when the world is destroyed. And there was right. a shift. It's right. like, with the Jetsons, we were living in the sky and everything. Star Trek, we're exploring the stars. Everything in the 80s is like, when the nuclear holocaust happened in 1997. You know right. what I mean? And it's right. like, everything became that. Everyone's yeah. view of the future became apocalypse. Right. And that's stuck for a long time. Like, that has been pervasive. But this talk of, like, nuclear war and everything, no, not really. Not really. Yeah. It was just kind of an ambiguous apocalypse. Or, like, every apocalypse thing is the same, like... Even ours, like the apocalypse things, is like always, you know, something's missing. It's water or fuel. Day five, it's sleep, mm -hmm. right? Something's missing. Uh, sanity is not usually the thing that's missing. Truth, right? but that is what's missing <laughs> right now. Well, I think right sanity. now we have the evaporation of truth. Like no one can say that anything is true. Like, right? There's nothing anymore that can that's be factual and accepted. Accepted fact. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna have this eclipse on the 18th. <laughs> And then we'll see what's true and what's not. Did you read right. the weird stat that the eclipse path goes over all like Trump counties? That's just like a weird thing. Oh, come on. I'm sure somebody in the Huffington Post oh, come saw on. that. They were like, I have my headline oh, for come today. On. Thank God. This is it. I can talk about this. So um what are we gonna do, Ashley? Can we can we tell your dad that it's nuclear war? And that we're scared? Are you trying to get out, are you trying to get out of telling my dad anything? That's what it sounds like. I well, I, I will talk to him. I'll you want me to text him right now. That is a great. Right that's a great excuse, though. <laughs> Nuclear I war. Can't, can't can't make it. Got to build a bunker. I can see what he'll say here. Duck and cover. Sorry, pops. Um, that's, a good, that's a good excuse. <laughs> if you're looking for an excuse. Uh, oh gosh, I don't want to send this text. I'm gonna try to help Send you. It. Help me write this. It looks like you, we you might right have now? to change plans. Yeah, I'm gonna text him. Text him right now. Change plans. Ashley is very sorry. <laughs> can, I, can I throw you one of the How bus? dare you? That it's her fault? Slanted smiley emoji. Oh, man. Is that a good? You going to see the emoji movie? Slanted smile. Well, John invited me, apparently. Have your kids not dragged you to see the emoji thank, movie? Thank God they have not. They good. You have better kids than I do. <sighs> yeah. I tell them that. They, uh, they, my kids took me to the emoji movie. Did they really? Ashley went too. Opening day. I did. Wow, opening and closing day, same. same day. It's amazing. It's terrible, dude. It was, it's unfucking believable. Yeah. Do you watch Silicon Valley? But I do. T.J. Miller left Silicon Valley to work I, on stuff like the Emoji movie. I know. Just like, I keep bringing this up, but it's it's just baffling to me. He had seen the movie. He had been in the movie. He knew. He, he must knew have known. what the movie was going to be. Yeah. Before he made that decision, and he was excited. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> You got listen. I don't know what to say there. It's worth it from a cultural basis to go see it. Okay, here's what I'm writing your dad. It looks like we might have to change plans. Um, what I, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say. Are Wrong, you going to apologize say, for getting his hopes up? So Wrong number. Yeah. New phone. Who dis? Sorry. Um, say it's all my fault. I am the worst. I am not the best. Looks like we might have to change plans if that's the case. So he's oh, so I God. Get, while, he, while he's busy 
I don't want to lying do this. to your father. I'm not lying. What what I want to know is like what kind of guy is your dad? Is he like will he take retribution on Bernie as he should? No, or, her dad's super nice. He'll he'll be nice. He'll put his trailer back in storage. Oh, he'll say stop. he'll say it's fine. We'll see you again some other time. How long has it been since you've been home? Oh, more than a year. That's your period. You're the child, though. You're, I'm just the guy in the hat. Yeah, You're but just... he wouldn't be sad right now if you hadn't got his hopes up, Bernie. I don't know. I have a strategy, and it's just ongoing, constant disappointment. Do I try you, not to break that trend. Do you think you're a bad daughter? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know. Bernie, their Christmas presents are still next to your car. <laughs> <laughs> that, is <laughs> that is true. That is true. There's a box in the garage that I have to step over every time I go to get my car, and it's the Christmas presents. From last Christmas. Uh, well, yeah, not yes. from next Christmas. You could just double up this coming Christmas. I'm considering it. They're, they're already wrapped. What's wrong? What's could wrong? Be a, just make them eclipse presents. Why do you think you're like that? We could make a new holiday. Everybody give each other a present on the on the eclipse. I mean, I spent enough time like overseas that it was like there are no Christmas presents. There's no urgency to pretty much any of it. I'm not going to see you for years at a time, and that's okay. I moved back. I never quite got back into the habit of like they're seeable, if that makes sense. What? Like you know when you get like I was I was thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away and yeah. it would have been when you, you know twenty four hours of traveling to come see them so I saw them twice the whole time I lived overseas and when I moved back I just never that never changed just because they were closer. Hmm. I get it. So you got in the habit of just not being in the habit of seeing them. Yeah, Is that a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Although they don't, they also don't come visit me, and I have a chip on my shoulder about that one. In the future, you. it's a lot faster if you just say "terrible daughter." It's just it's a lot faster. I did. I said that earlier. How many? <laughs> I mean, yeah, terrible. So but clearly, you feel like you have some liberty. What to not? Well, I'm. Let me finish. <laughs> Go ahead. To, to to you know, you're not overly concerned about. Pissing off her family. I'm very concerned about it. What makes you think that I'm not concerned about it? Because you're not doing this thing that you could do. But then we go to Salt Lake City. Actually, no. Listen, it was it was explained to me. Here's by her dad. But she. But it sounds like her dad is a very forgiving gentleman. He is, and he won't hold it against you. I hope not. See with Anna's family. <laughs> so, uh, like half Get those Anna, links ready. Half Anna's family. Half half of Anna's family is, is Sicilian. Right. Right. So there's really like there's nothing you can do there, right? I you got you got to be all in or all out. Do you, do you ever tell you like her, her like ancestors? Right? Maybe I told this story in the podcast. I can't remember now about her ancestors coming to uh, the United States from Italy from no, from Sicily. I don't think I know this story. Yes. Okay, I'm this is the big trap, by the way, with podcast stories. The other person goes, "No, I've never heard this." Yeah, well, somebody, I'm I'll probably told this then. But so like her uh, great great. Grandfather or great great uncle or something like that, like hundred years ago, uh, immigrated to when they when they immigrated to the U.S. Uh, it was like because her great I'm gonna say great great uncle I don't remember what it was I'm gonna say great great uncle uh, her the the his wife had an affair with like his cousin or something Oh I know this story right yeah. and so it, like he caught them. And was gonna kill them, I guess, and not I guess he was gonna fucking kill them. And so they they hightailed it, and they were like, "Let's go try this new continent over there. Let's go to America." So they get it, they get over there, and and they had kids already, right? So it takes the babies, and they end up in in the U.S. You took the guys, and they it, took the guys' kids too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's like, "Well, fuck this, right?" And he's like, he's like a farmer in Sicily. And he's like, I'm just gonna hunt these people down. I don't know where they went, but he like he like saved his money when he bought like this pearl handled pistol. And then he follows them to New to New York or New Jersey. Really? Yeah, yeah. Follows them to New York and New Jersey, and then he spends like 15 years like walking the streets of New York trying to find them to kill them, just to run into them, just to run into them because he had no idea where they were. He knew they were somewhere because everybody went in through. Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah. So somewhere there. So he's like walking the streets for like 15 years with this pearl handled pistol where he specially like designated like, you know, this bullet with your name on it kind of thing. Right. Wow. And after 15, 20 years, can't find him. But the kids find him. Right. And they're like, Dad, what are you doing? Well, you know, we thought, you know, you were dead or whatever. It's like, you know, figure the whole thing out. It's like, well, listen, 
You're not going to kill mom. We're not going to tell you where she is. You know, <laughs> this is crazy. Let us take you back home. To Italy. To Italy. Right? And so, you know, let's get over this vengeance thing. And, <laughs> 15 years. Right. Just get over it. Right? Uh, and I mean, the kids had time to grow up during this thing, right? So it takes, it's all by boat, right? So it's like, I don't know how long, three months, four months on a boat. Right. Right? <clears throat> so they go back from New York back to Sicily. Go back there. There's a lavender farmer. Isn't that a great image? So many great images in this. Pearl-handled pistol on lavender. Lavender farmer. Farm. Lavender farmer. Is, land, is lavender a flower? It's purple. So, sure. It's a purple farm. Sounds good. Okay. So it gets back to his uh, his purple flower farm. Farm. And, uh, <laughs> and it had been, like, taken over by all their surrounding farms. Like, you know, like, basically. Sure. It had been gone. Di- it had been divvied up. It had been gone for 10, 15 years, right? Yeah. So it goes back. So he has nothing. Right? There's nothing there. It's like, well, you know what? I'm screwed. Can't live here anymore. I have a, a little bit of, of, you know, life going on in New York, so I'm going to go back there. Tries to go back. In the meantime, he has developed glaucoma. Okay. Which, at the time, was something they prevented you from entering the United States if you had. Glaucoma? Yes. Okay. You get to Ellis Island, they're like, oh, you have glaucoma? Nope. Not happening. Is that what so, the, 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 the puff? In the, in the, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, who knows what they did then? The air puff? Yeah. yeah. They probably just like thunk you in the eye or something. I don't know. <laughs> Give you a good solid yeah. thumping. But he gets all the way back. So it's like years and years of traveling, right? It's not like, you know, today it's like you didn't hop on a jet and he's, he's over there. It's like you're on a, a filthy, like, he's probably in steerage, you know? Like the people who died on the Titanic. That's that's him. Yeah. Right? In the bottom of the ship. Yeah. You know, with the rats. And finally makes it back all the way to Ellis Island. And they're like... No, we see you lived here before, but you have glaucoma now, so get the fuck out. Go back. Go, go back. And so he goes back to Sicily, and he just dies a pauper. Wow. Yeah. All because his wife slept with her cousin? Yeah. I'll, honestly, if that happened, I'd be like, I dodged a bullet there. If I married somebody who's sleeping with their cousin. Yeah. Or, Was it his well, cousin or her cousin? Both. Does it matter? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> right. Probably the same. Right. So, basically, I—, I I can't fuck with that side of the family. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to you Salt know? Lake for the eclipse, Ashley. That's the plan now. We're going to Salt Lake after that story. So so the lesson is don't fuck with my dad? Don't fuck with anybody's dad, yeah. apparently. Now, unless they have glaucoma, then you're in the clear. You're good. What happened to the pistol? The Did that like get passed down to the family? Oh, man, wouldn't that be great? It should have. Yeah, it should have, right? I, I'll, have to, I'll have to dig up that I'm sure he story. probably had to sell it at some he point. He probably did. He probably got back and that was like, that's a good dramatic conclusion for this, right? So he gets back and he has to sell the, the pearl handled pistol just to. I mean, that's and then the person he sells it to like pulls off a mask <laughs> and it's the guy and he shoots him. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, did I ever tell you the story about the time I was in a? We were at one of our screenings for Red vs. Blue at the Lincoln Center, and we all went out to drink at that Irish bar. Oh yeah, well my sister was there. Yeah, yeah, Jane, yeah. your sister was there. Yeah, and um, listen, can we? Can we? Can we? Can we no, no. <laughs> I know, no, I know, All right. no. All right. No. You, why, you, why, would you even you want to bring, why would you even want to bring it up? I there, don't know why you would want to bring it up. There's two, st- there's, because it's not a true story. Okay. But it's why, not a true story. <laughs> there's two stories that we tell, and here's a story okay. that I told about how okay. you and I why, met, I don't and you know, came to me one day and said. I don't know say that, though. Why would you bring it up? Because I don't want you telling that story I don't anymore. tell it. I don't go around. I wasn't going to tell it here. Okay. But now you're going to bring it up. Now I have to tell it. The, you brought story. it up. Now you I asked have me to tell, to tell the story correctly, I not tell it in a funny the way. St- okay. And I, you, I stopped telling that's the story. That's not the truth. I stopped telling the story. I didn't have to tell the story either. You brought it up just now. Why would I tell it? <laughs> I said I my sister's issues in New York. I can't mention my sister for the rest of my life. Matt, Matt has a very good looking sister. Oh my God. And when you're 20, when you, when you're 21, 22 years old, your friends comment on that. Yeah. And I commented on how good looking your sister was. So Matt, tells the story for the next 25 years he tells it this way and Bernie came up to me and goes yeah man your sister looks just like you she's so fucking hot who would say those words who would say that you tell you embellish the story with this thing where it's like I wouldn't wouldn't even think of that in the first place why would I make that up because she's your sister and you're mad but oh what am I mad about because your friend is going your sister's hot dude what's going on oh my god <laughs> Jane's lovely, by the way. Anyway, Bernie and I used to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
We actually we lived together. We lived together for a long time. How long did we live together? Like five years? Yeah. Was it that long? Talk about our apartment had rats. Oh, uh, well, like, you know, it probably we probably like actually really had the apartment together for five years, but didn't actually live there together for five. years. Yeah, you moved away to L.A. Yeah, yeah, you and Joel did when you guys were yeah. doing your L.A. stuff. Yeah, and then Vic, <laughs> the actual person, Vic, showed up at my the apartment right. to replace you because you were staying at this place in Venice. Yeah, we switched. Did you go find that place? Do you I, remember where that place was in Venice? I do. I remember exactly where it is. It was on Navy at the end of the street, the last apartment building on the right. By the way, 100% ruined my impression of real estate in Los Angeles because the first place that Matt lived was this in Los Angeles was literally half a block off of Venice Beach. It was unbelievable. Like you would walk out the front door, turn to your right, and there's the fucking ocean yeah. right there. If anybody who's uh, listening or watching knows, uh, the like it's right where Venice and Santa Monica, like kind of where the border is. It's technically Venice. It's Navy Street. There's a Davy Jones Liquor Locker. Yeah, is there in the corner? Basically, start in like, Santa when Monica. You get to, when you get to the ocean, start walking south till you get mugged, and then you're exactly. There. Yeah. As exactly. soon as you get mugged, you know you're in <laughs> you're Venice. In the right place. Yeah, I was looking at. I was looking at like I used to. You know where I used to. You remember where I used to, where I used to park? At a church? No, no. I well, I well, sometimes I just have to park wherever because yeah. there's no, no no place to park. But uh, I would park behind a dumpster, and if they didn't put the dumpster back in just the right way, you couldn't park there. But it was a designated space. It was like it was supposed to be a real space, but it was like it was like parking space slash dumpster. And they would just like encroach on the yeah, space. Yeah, so, yeah. So it was like it was the weirdest situation because it was like the apartment itself was kind of scuzzy and, you know, gross, but it was like, it was right in the ocean, so you just didn't care, mm -hmm. you know? It was, it was an interesting, uh, it was an interesting first place to live in L.A. It was, and like I said, as kind someone, you were just out of college, we had no money whatsoever. No. And you, you lived half a block from the yeah. beach. I still don't understand At that At one point, day. Joel moved in with us. And then, so it was me and Vic, and because Vic had come back. <laughs> and I remember what, what was going on in Austin at that time. I guess you just had the apartment to yourself. I did at that point, point. and right? then he came down to just hang out. But then he, after that, he came back. Well, did he co go back and forth twice? Yeah, he did. But at some point, he came back to Venice, and so it was. And then Joel had come either right before, or right after that, or something. And so all three of us were together, and that's when Vic would tr would trick us into eating weird things. Oh, trick you, not me. No, no, no. Joel, me and Joel. Yeah. And and it, well, he, and I'm sure he tricked you. He has to trick you probably plenty of times. Yeah, probably. He's kind of a, like. He likes, he's kind of a prankster. Especially like, and you never believe it has salmonella. Hello. <laughs> this is, by the way, if you haven't figured out yet, th this is the guy that the character Vic, Vic in Red vs. Blue is based, based on. Because we all had he Vic impressions his, for he years. Changed, he changed his name, though. Yes. His name's not Vic anymore. I don't remember his real name. I believe now. his name is now is Lucian. Lucian, that's a good mm -hmm. name. Yeah. yeah. And also, he's uh, good friends with uh, Bill Nye, right? Uh, weird connection. Bill Nye. Yeah, I think he's a good friends with Bill Nye and also Freddie. Freddie Wong. Yeah. yeah, I think he taught Freddie Wong at USC. Oh right. Like, which was the weirdest connection. I think, and Freddie told me that he put the connection together independently. He's like, oh really? Showed, oh I, really? From what I understand, Freddie Wong, years before we met him, was the guy who showed Vic Red versus Blue and said, "This guy is based oh. on you." I'm 100 yeah. sure. Dude, that's totally me. <laughs> Dude, no Can't way. believe they were doing my life like that. I was like, yeah, like, like that. Like <laughs> 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 All yeah. right. Well, since our CEO, Ashley, do you have anything else you want to add before we say good good evening to you? I have to, I have to do business in front of the CEO here. No, mm. I I think we agreed that uh, that it's your fault. So I'm done here. Okay. But for, for the record, Matt looks nothing like his sister. I just want to be clear with you about God, that. I'm no, no, she's hot though. I'm getting she's it. hot though. Remember uh, she came over there, there for swimmies. There we go. I'm gonna find a picture. And of my uh, sister yeah, now. she's a good, good looking lady. <laughs> you know, find a Photoshop thing with Matt's face. Oh over. my God, that's great. Somebody just Photoshop <laughs> me with long hair. <laughs> All right, tweet that so I everyone knows how much our podcast host Gus loves his dogs, Oswald and Benjamin. Are those their names? Gus was telling me that he was on the lookout for cool functional accessories for his dogs. Actually, come on back for a second. And he came across awesome new collar called Link AKC. And it's not just a collar. You know, I was said to him about this when he's telling me about this thing. I asked him if they have it for cats also. And he goes, no, this is a dog collar. Is that, that's, it's terrible. Don't be snooty. Cats need collars too, because cats will actually leave your yard and go somewhere else. They need people to be able to be like, you belong to uh, this person. 
Joe the cat is a is a dog sized cat. So he I hopefully we can get one for him. But this is backed by the American Kennel Club. The link a excuse me the link AKC collar is a GPS locator, awesome fitness tracker, and more, all controlled through a smartphone app. And because Gus is basically obsessed with dogs, Gus loves the GPS locator because it tells him exactly where his dogs are. I'm also obsessed with knowing where my pets are at all points in time. There's no more. Did they get out of the yard? Did the dog walker take them where they're supposed to go? You can see exactly where your dog is at all times right on your smartphone app. It's a complete peace of mind for dog owners. My favorite part is the activity and wellness tracker. Uh, or Gus, excuse me, Gus's favorite part is the activity and wellness tracker. It doesn't matter how old uh, the dog is or what kind of dog it is. Link AKC shows the exact amount of activity every dog needs. I, you know, I just like... I don't know if uh, it'd be great if they made this for cats, but it would be just like just a flat line. You need all day, fish. all day long. Oh, stop it! How dare you? Everyone who sees this thing loves it. It's easy to set up with sizes for every dog. It even won the CES Best of Innovation Award of 2017. Link AKC is super comfortable and looks great on Oswald and Benjamin. He wrote that for me to say. I know he did. Call to action. Take advantage of the Link AKC summer sale for big savings on a collar to help you keep your dog safe. Happy and healthy. Plus, as a special thank you for supporting the Rooster Teeth podcast, use Rooster Teeth at checkout and linkakc.com to save even more and get free shipping. That's Rooster Teeth code at linkakc.com. That's linkakc.com and use the code Rooster Teeth. And Gus will be very happy that you're keeping your dog safe. Like that is some pretty cool, actually. Oswald and the other one. Whatever the other one's name is, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm gonna get one of these things and throw it on Joe the cat just for the hell of it. No, that's great. Remember when Joe went missing for three weeks? We were on. Uh, we took a brief little vacation this last weekend, and we were constantly wishing we had a way to track Joe. To right, make sure he's there. We're looking at our. We have cameras that we can see. We were looking at the cameras and watching the cats poop. Right. Well, and we also figured out we now have a pet raccoon. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I actually kind of like the raccoon. Up in the world. He came in through the cat's door, and he was eating poop out of the litter box. I was like, at first, I was mad, but I was like, can't get mad at that, bro. I tell you my 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 uncle's uh, <laughs> raccoon story. It's a weird segue. <laughs> Go ahead. Just Whatever your like, uncle and like a raccoon. So they had a uh, uh, living lives in Dallas. Uh, they had uh, like the, the pet door, like the regular pet door, but you know, in the bottom of the thing. But theirs was weird, where it came in instead instead of being in the door. It was in the wall, and then it went into a, a hall closet. Oh, okay. And then there was another space after that. And I don't know if they thought, like, well, the closet's like a mudroom for the animal or what? What? Yeah. why it's set up to it's work that way. Yeah. But that's how it was set up. And so, and then one night, they um, heard scratching and, you know, crazy stuff in the in the kitchen, got up and goes in there and sees a raccoon. And the raccoon's, like, tearing up the kitchen eating bread and just doing they're whatever. Horrible they're horrible. Yeah. And claws and you know how they are. And it's like, oh man, well, this is a problem, you know, and uh, tried to show them out or wh whatever. But raccoon comes back later. They realize the problem is the, the pet door, right? Sure. Come in do that. So it gets a great idea. that immediately. Right? Yeah. Of course. So uh, uh, you're trying to edit my story as I tell it. So they get a uh, a cage like a, that closes when something walks into it, right? Little trap. Little trap. They put that in the closet, right? Where the one little pet door is, right? Comes in through there. Problem solved, right? Right. So in, in the middle of the night, they hear the ka right? Of the little cage closing. And then, and then just like craziness and like wild banshee, like, like just and scratching and just like horrible, horrible stuff uh, for like two hours. And they're afraid to go in the door. So it's like, there's this rabid <laughs> raccoon that's gone nuts, right? And so finally in the morning, they go in there and they open the door and they look in and open a door at eye level. They're looking out at where all their coats and jackets should be and they're all gone. They're like, well, that's weird. And then you look down and the cage is one of those with like the little, you know, like wire mesh with those like yeah. little, little hole openings like that big, right? The raccoon had bonked around crazily gotten so furious and grabbed like thick leather coats and all this crazy stuff and in its fury pulled them into this cage with it and destroyed 
all of their winter coats, like everything, like they, all of everything in their closet. Could be a couple grand worth of damage. It could be. So they left the house and the raccoon lives there by itself now. <laughs> the raccoon die from pulling in all these no, things? No, no. It was actually, it was, it was, it was like, like a it box was, of shredded it was clothes. in there just in a box of shredded clothes. <laughs> like that. I feel like I should send control a, uh, a raccoon video that I saw the other day. Can you guys look at the guy who fights the raccoon on his porch? Raccoon, I'll try to I'll try to come up with the video for you guys, but uh, yeah, don't just don't mess with raccoons. They're just like they're they're horrible animals. They're vicious. Yeah. Well, I ran into everybody wants to make a hat out of them, but it's not worth it. You rarely ever run into. We look up raccoon versus man broom. Look up that one if oh, you could man. please. Um, I saw though an animal that I wish I saw more living in Texas. And I think people see, think we see them all the time. What's that? An armadillo. And I saw an armadillo. Oh, I, when we were in Vito, I've seen them all the time. Yeah, I love them. I, yeah. I, they're so stupid. Yeah. They're like, they're just. But they're, like, they're, they're, they're as bad, they're as horrible as bats, though, in terms of they'll, they, they carry leprosy. Leprosy. And I don't just, know that they give people leprosy, though. I also know if you get leprosy, if that's like, if that's like a done deal. Seems like they you can cure so? that now. I yeah, they got like a thing. They give you like the a, guy in Game of Thrones with the scale stuff. What are yeah. things called? Mora or Jorah Mormont? It's like he lo it looks like he's to me. He's like if you're from Texas, it looks like he's turning into an armadillo. Yeah, pretty much. Right, that's the disease. It's like the, the, eventually, the, you'll just be able to ball up and roll away. The Texas platypus. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the Texas platypus. The, the armadillo. Is the perfect name for it. They're just so weird. They're like part pig, part, part bug. Yeah. Yeah. Part rat squish. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, got oh, the raccoon in oh, there. God, raccoon there came by Texas. Was like, yeah. fuck you, get out of here. That's not, that's not even a big And they're looking at us, keep watching. Though. The raccoon's like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're horrible. Oh, apparently, they're apparently, really bad. The, when somebody oh, told the story so previously of that, showed that video, she had little babies in that little hose container. So she was uh, not going to leave her babies. Yeah, that'll do you it. Know, even if he's swinging that Or she might have had a leather coat. You never know. <laughs> she might have protective. Go through the so cat door. So you saw an armadillo and. No, I just wish I saw them more, you know? You know what's, you know what's really horrible? Is armadillo roadkill? Oh, it's bad. I saw it's that this morning. Horrible. Oh, it's awful. It, isn't there it? was one on the road and it was cracked open like a melon. Oh, it God. was so sad. Mm. You guys made this terrible story. It's terrible. Well, I, I, I saw. I tell you what, I saw the other night. I went out to. Uh, we're shooting Bloodfest, and so I went out there because one of the locations we're shooting right now it's like way out, and there was like a pack of. I couldn't quite tell they're either, either wild dogs or coyotes. They're scary. Aren't they they? look more like wild dogs. And there's probably like 10 of them. Yep. And, and when I came around the corner, it's dark and it's a desolate, empty road, dirt road. And I came around the corner and I saw them kind of look over at the at the car and then they like scurried off. And then I like drove up kind of parallel to where they were and slowed down and looked over. And I see them and they're all just waiting, looking at me. Like you could tell like if this fucker – Opens the door, makes the wrong move. We got him. You're eyeballing you. We are fucking waiting for this guy to do the wrong thing. If he steps out, that's it for him. It's a, it's real. I mean, you can see like the, the pack mentality, mm -hmm. like in their eyes. They're ready to jump out and do some damage. I always think like cats to me have the worst poker faces. Oh, because you can sure. completely read the intentions on a cat's face. Like the moment something happens and their ears flatten out and their eyes get super big, you're like, "What the fuck? Get away from me!" Well, this is well-known fact. That's why it's dogs playing poker and not cats <laughs> playing poker. Because dogs have better That's poker right. faces, That's right. even even when they have the pack mentality. That's right. That's right. So, how's Bloodfest going? Doing a doing a horror comedy? It's great. It's really great. Uh, the cast is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they're all really cool. And they seem like they're really, really bonding different. the way the Day 5 cast is bonded. Really, well. they got great chemistry, and Jacob uh, has been hilarious. Uh, I think a lot of people – he's. I feel like maybe he might be the most well-known right now because of the Spider-Man mm -hmm. movie. Uh, he's really funny. Um, Robbie's just awesome, and Seychelles has been fantastic, and Barbara's doing amazing. Um, and Nick's in it too. Nick Rutherford's in it. I don't know if do we. I think we announced that. I don't know. Well, we did now. Yeah. So, so Nick Rutherford Nick's, from Crunch Nick's, Time. Nick's great, among other things. Yeah, Nick's really great, and so it's just like it's just, just a super solid cast. They're they're really good. Yeah, and it's it's funny because we had about four or five different horror projects that we were talking about. Yeah, you know that we hadn't done a horror movie of any kind, and we yeah. wanted to do that, and then just we. Discovered so, the story in Bloodfest that we really liked. Uh, so I think 
people probably know that George Romero, for you, was a big inspiration. Oh, huge inspiration. And Sam, I don't know, Sam Raimi, for me, was a huge inspiration. And I don't really consider either one of us, like, horror guys, no, per no, se. That's fair. But I think, like, it, when I think of, like, one filmmaker that super inspired me, like, Sam Raimi is at, like, in my top three, for sure. Sam Raimi specifically from, from Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. 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 Because he also did Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, yes. Yeah. yeah I'm making it confusing in this yeah. conversation. Yeah. But like Evil Dead 2 was like one of the first movies I saw where I was like, what is this? Are you allowed to make a movie this way? Yeah. I want to make weird stuff like this. That's crazy. No, I agree. I remember I remember my brother renting Evil Dead. The first Evil Dead is actually super scary. It's yeah. A, it's super scary. And it's a little more straightforward than more. Than definitely two. more straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Evil Dead 2 is is. Like a LSD fever dream. I don't yeah. know how you would describe that movie. Do you, are there other like, like I could probably name like my top four filmmakers that I was like, that's amazing. I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah, or heard of somebody doing it in that way, and I want to do it. Do you, are there others like a, for you? Like who comes to mind? I mean, I would say Spielberg, but you. I mean, you could definitely make the argument that Jaws is a horror movie. Oh, for you know? sure. I mean, Absolutely. it's, you know, it's, it's a weird classification. I don't know. If, I guess it would fall under drama right. or something, but it's right. definitely, especially the way they ended up having to shoot Jaws because of the failure of the robotic shark. Mm -hmm. They had to shoot it like in his own words. Uh, it made him more like Alfred Hitchcock than Roger Corman. Wasn't that what he yeah, said about yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't show the shark quote. for the first three quarters of the movie. He just had to imply the shark yeah. was there and it was super fucking scary. So yes, Spielberg was a huge influence on me. You yeah. know, also, you know, uh, you know, George Lucas, he had those prequels. Those were a horror. Those were fucking terrible. <laughs> sure, yeah. No, but I'd say Spielberg, um, you know, and it's like, I don't consider myself a super violent filmmaker either. Right. I don't like tend that way, but like Tarantino, I just like, and remember in college how nuts I was for Tarantino. Oh, absolutely. I just thought it was amazing. Yeah, I, I you get to meet him that time at that, that screening. Dude, that, I think back right. on that now. That. It was Pulp Fiction. It was the first right. place. So our the Which, TV station we're talking about with the bats was in the basement of an auditorium. Like a, it was a theater, an old school like Art Deco theater called Hog Auditorium on the UT campus, University of Texas. And we would sometimes go up and watch movies behind the screen. They were flipped. That's we'd, right. We watch, watch, watch them backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd have to watch them, you know, basically like left to right flipped. Saw so like every John Woo like yeah. movie that way. And, yeah, it was great. <laughs> and yeah. everything. Yeah. But for whatever reason, after uh, Pulp Fiction won the Cannes Film Festival, the first place it showed in the U.S. was at Hog Auditorium. They came out for a special screen. I think Linklater put it together and oh, got him there. Oh, that And I makes loved sense. Reservoir yeah. Dogs, so I yeah. thought, I'll go see this guy's movie or whatever. So I was in the screening, and then, like, Tarantino was there, and I'm pretty sure maybe Robert Rodriguez was there and everything. It was like, yeah. then just for getting up and talking about it to the, the crowd afterwards. It was fucking it was incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. So it was uh, – and I think – I remember going into Pulp Fiction, and I'm I don't know if it had come out yet, but I remember talking to my girlfriend at the time and telling her, "Is like, you know, this is the guy that wrote Natural Born Killers." Which, who the fuck cares about Natural Born Killers right, now? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fictions are American classics. Absolutely. Other know? girlfriends, are you playing? Sorry, I'll tell your dad about it. <laughs> talk it over. Get the so. pearl handled pistol. Well, you may be able to feature an an ex leprosy victim because it turns out it is curable now. Oh, um, really? Yeah, uh, noted well, here, it says antibiotics uh, used during the treatment will kill any bacteria that cause leprosy, but while the treatment can cure the disease and prevent it from getting worse, it doesn't reverse nerve damage or physical disfiguration that may ooh. have occurred before the diagnosis. Ooh. So you could have someone who And is, getting it cured will get you kicked out of the citadel, too. It yes. seems like that's the disease where it's like the armadillo is trying to turn you into another armadillo. That's how they propagate. <laughs> that's how they make armadillos. Right? That's how they make them. <laughs> like, there's a, that's the reproductive mechanism. Is eventually you just yeah, and then you're walking along with your bug shell and everything yeah. else. That's what, how it when you were talking about Vic moving in too, I think what happened was uh, at that point in time I was living in the apartment alone, but that was also the, when I first started dating Jordan was during that time. Oh yeah, and yeah, you yeah. had met her, and I was gonna make the comment we were talking about earlier, like, but you know how that is when you're first dating someone, you become inseparable. But you've been dating Anna, like I've never. Well, you become inseparable. Yeah, like you it, clearly you two have become inseparable. Yeah. How long have you guys been together now? Uh. Oof, gosh, a lot. Oof. But I should answer this quickly. It's not a so quiz. I know, so she didn't think I don't know. We can cut this. Uh, since high school. Yeah, since high yeah, school. Yeah, right? high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's, I, and we know several people like that. Um, 
like Alan Richardson from Laser Team. Oh, that's and right. Yeah, his you wife did. and Same Ed thing. Robertson. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Them too. Yeah, it's just like it's that's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, and I can remember like hearing about Anna. Yeah, you know, it's just like oh, he's my buddy's high school girlfriend that goes to a different college. And I was like, that's not gonna last. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, typically, but it's it's crazy how that stuff works over time. Like, do you remember the first time you heard about Ashley? Do you remember, like, how did you guys meet? Uh, gosh, I want to say... I'm dragging this out because I'm trying to remember. Uh, Seattle, something in Seattle. Yeah, we went on a trip to Seattle. Seattle, and did we? is there a place that we eat, uh, like, uh, what's the hamburger place? Oh, br- uh, uh, burger. Burger. Is that Lunchbox Laboratory? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. No, is it Lunchbox Laboratory? Yeah. Burger Master. No, no, oh, not our place. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. No, our place is special. Yeah, it is special. I would yeah. never, I would never confuse that. No, they. Uh, I only take people there who are as hot as the lunchbox. The laboratory is the place where they have like the, the burger that confuses you, right? Yeah, they're all weird. Yeah. crazy. Great place in Bellevue. No, it's fantastic. It's so confusing. But I think that was the place that <laughs> what I think that was the place that was, uh, that we were eating there or something, and you said something about I was, you know, here. Maybe not. Maybe just in Seattle. But yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that was when the first time you brought up Ashley. I think that was like our our like our third date was in Seattle. Weird. But, I mean, depending on how you count, it might have been our second. So we went up for the Halo premiere. That is correct. That is correct. That's what we did. Did you know Matt before that? Because she knew she knew Gus and Jeff before we started dating. Yeah, I don't think oh, I knew really? Matt. Yeah, I think I knew. Did you meet at them at like a PAX or something? Yeah, like I think I met Gus like first PAX. There's that's pictures why, that's of you why and you I thought I, that's why I thought prize I knew Bernie. Yeah. At, at PAX. She only, she only went out with me in Australia because she thought she knew me already. I was, was there. It. I was probably just already blackout drunk. And that's why we didn't meet. You know what bugs me? Can I say something loaning you this long? Oh, I don't God. like that you're so much more. I don't like, first of all, that you're good at music, which, by the way, I have matches here. We're going to test something. Oh, God. Come on. I don't like that you're so much better at music. than I mean, I'm zero. And you. how many instruments can you play? Half of one. No, come on, you know the number. I don't. I don't. Well, I, can, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like they're t- not, It's more than ten, right? Yeah, but not good. Not well. You know. Well, I can't play them at all. Like if okay. I pick one up, it's like it's like hot cross buns yeah. and out of tune, everything. So I don't like that. I also don't like the fact that out of the two of us, you're the fun drunk. Like people. What? What? When uh, when I get drunk, people are like oh shit. When you get drunk, people get all excited. But you don't, you, you don't you hardly ever get drunk. I, I get more don't. practice at it. She, well, yeah, you're, but you're just more memorable. I'm just a, like a, a jerk. So Matt did this thing. Matt used to be able to do this thing. What, I can't do it anymore. What is your primary instrument that you played for the longest amount of time? My son was just calling me. Um, I wonder if he's watching. Uh, Not a fanfare. I watch yeah, it. No. Is that haunting you? The fanfare oh, thing? Oh God! Every 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 day. Um, saxophone, so, right? Sa- I played saxophone a lot in high school. Yeah. So wind instruments. Primarily. I played a lot of wind instruments, yeah. So Matt had this talent we discovered in college that Matt can blow out a match from an extraordinarily long distance. Like, they'll do a test where you can blow it out at basically arm's length. Right. And some people can't do it. Matt could do it from, I mean, we got to play from across across the room. 20, 25 feet away and you could blow a match out. Right. You want to try this? I'll try it. Okay. Okay. I'm set. You're setting up for failure. There's no, I might. It might just be like. I don't think there's any way I can do it. It's been anymore. a while since you tried. I'm I'm not, can I do it over here? Yeah. Is that, is that a good distance? Yeah, I guess so. All right, we're going to try this. And then we got to wrap this up. All right, here. Match is lit. Okay. I'm going to hold it up. It's more about, like, the precision than the actual wind, I think. Like, a breathe from the diaphragm. I got the match. Oh, I did it. I did it. The match I did it. <laughs> That's, you've gotten it. crafty in your old age, Matt. <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. All right, I'm going to light this. I'm going to hurt myself. All right, let's All right. see if I we're going to stop a smoke alarm here. Close. Oh. Go again. He's lost it. Can't do it anymore. See, I like I did it. It was right there. No problem. But you used to be able to do it. Twenty-five foot. You gotta gotta work on it, dude. Yeah. Gotta work on it. If you I don't work do. on those skills, That's they sad. atrophy. That was like, oh man. But that was like ten feet away. Yeah, ish. Yeah, ish. <laughs> a lot of ish in that. So we, oh, I think God. we've talked about that before. We had people send us uh, a bunch of clips of them doing it from as far away as they could. Yeah, so I'm curious, like if anyone has any video. Clips it's really about it's about the aim, more so I think than than so your aim's off. My aim's off. If I think if you're good at flute, probably you're better at it than other wind. Why? Well, just because of like being able to direct a stream of air, like a hair <laughs> yeah. into the thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's that thing called? 
The fluff, fluff, fluff. <laughs> the thing. It's like it's there's no the fluff, fluff, fluff. there's no reed that goes in there. It's just like a hole, right? It's like it's a whistle. The, the mouthpiece, mouthpiece, of the ligature. Is it embouchure? Embouchure is what you, how you hold your mouth. <laughs> I'd be the kid with the fucking triangle. Embouchure, yeah. In in the band. That's what he. What's that? There's no reed in a in a flute. Oh, a flute. Yeah. No, no, no. He said no. We're good on that. He got mad at me one time because I took a saxophone one night when he was when we were drunk and I played it and I broke the reed and you were legitimately mad at me. And I learned that reeds are like twelve bucks. They weren't even that mad. I think that you can get a lot of cheap reeds. I think I just had an expensive reed at the time. Oh, did you? Yeah, and in college, I guess twelve bucks is a lot. Oh, it is. When you're like, that's twelve bucks. You owe me twelve bucks. It's like. Where am I gonna get twelve bucks? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I generally yeah. was like thinking about <laughs> like had a budget bucks? for the next month of where I was gonna get the twelve bucks to give you <laughs> for the fucking read. <laughs> Dude, I think our apartment was like I want to say it was like three hundred and twenty five dollars a month. Yeah, you know that it we was, lived in. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That was total. Like we each yeah. paid like a hundred and seventy five bucks, and the rats paid like five bucks. <laughs> each. There was a rat every time I left the front door. There's no rats anywhere in Austin. Yeah, there was. I saw a rat every day. I lived we got in rats apartment. at our house. Do you? Yeah. We we had, yeah, I guess we had some rat-ish we problems just, at the old place because we were by the do, river. Do you if know, you get close to the river, you got problems. If, if you live in Austin, the place I've seen the most rats at one time is so gross, is the intersection of Old Torf and 35 at that light right there. Yeah. When you're, when you're going north and you exit and you get off right there, look over at the hill okay. that goes down to the highway. On some nights, you will see, like, especially in the summer, you will see, like, the ground moving, and it's just, like, it's all rats. What? Yeah. You you freak out about rats, too. I don't I like rats. I don't like rats at all. You I drove to Houston for a photo- – you used to do photography. I used to do photography. I, I do remember that. It was, like – You saw a rat in Houston. It freaked you out. Well, it was not that. It was, it was, that it was, it was running across the highway. Yeah. It, it's, like – why are you here? Something set up for a it's joke. Like, at that point, if, if a rat is like a rat, should be looking for food and water all the time, all the time, or other rats to 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 fuck. And so, if you are have time to run across a highway where there's nothing for you, you have too much rat time on your hands. You need to be engaged in the rat activities that will keep you alive. And if you have enough time to just fuck around, going, you know what? I'm just gonna play Frogger with a couple cars. <laughs> you have a rat problem in your town. Like that's too many rats. So we—I don't, don't have time to send this to you guys in the booth, but uh, Houston's filthy, by the way. I just wanted to say that uh, I want to thank uh, up Twitter user Alex Copped. He uh, oh, found a picture of perfect. Matt's that, sister. It, that's there's Matt's 100%. sister. One hundred percent. Wait, put it next to my face. Nobody. Why are you holding it? <laughs> what? Here, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I, I just want to say for the record. For the record. It's your face. It's your face. That's his sister. That's lovely Jane. you can make out with your laptop. All right, Matt. I can't believe we still get along after all this time. We don't at all. I can't believe it's it. It's all for show. Are you surprised that we still get along after all this time? Do you get along with anybody else that you've known as long as me besides Lupton? Um. Uh, yeah. I, mm. Everyone has one dopey. Everyone has one has one dopey one, friend one. that they have for their whole life. Well, and I, is, well I, I'm definitely John's dopey friend. Are you? As opposed to the other way around. Absolutely. Didn't didn't Lupton? Didn't one time he fart so bad that he, he made he himself fart, throw up? He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He was. <laughs> it was him and a choker in a car. And like it was raining like torrential rains, and they couldn't roll the window down. And they had just eaten like a huge greasy like McDonald's right, breakfast right, or something. Right. And then Jonathan like this will be funny. I'm gonna like make a show gag. And so he farted like super bad, but it was so bad he made himself throw up. <laughs> that was like the only thing I knew about this guy yeah. before I met him for like four years. Yeah. That was it. And then he changed. Stopped. Nice guy. Stopped to change somebody's tire on the Atlanta freeway, and ended up changing all four of their tires. And it took him like an hour and a half. Yeah, because they were the wrong size. He's a super good Samaritan kind of a guy. Yeah, yeah. W- willing to help people out. Yeah. All right, Matt. I hope we can still have a conversation with each other. Nah. Twenty years from now. Nah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Matt's got to go back to work now. I got to go f- find pictures of my sister to not Stop. show Bernie. <laughs> no.